Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast. I'm Charlotte Rogers, Insight Editor at Marketing Week, and today I'm chatting to Forest Holidays, the winners of the Marketing Week Masters Award for Marketing Team of the Year. I'm joined by Head of Performance Marketing, Michelle Tassi, who has built a strong data-driven team around her to help drive on and offline acquisition and retention. Alongside her is Head of Brand Purpose, Gemma Chance. Gemma has responsibility for the evolution of Forest Holidays brand, including communications, positioning and product development, as well as being an advocate for purpose-driven marketing. And last but not least is Head of Digital Trading, Kate Mitchell, who joined Forest Holidays in November 2020 with responsibility for the trading performance of the business, as well as leading the digital transformation. A lot has happened over the past two years to put Forest Holidays in a position where its marketers could win the Team of the Year accolade. Back in 2019, the brand was suffering from low consumer awareness, as well as the absence of a central data solution and a poorly structured digital platform. Plans were already underway to make significant changes when COVID hit, putting the travel and hospitality sector on pause. Yet despite all the difficulties, Forest Holidays pushed ahead with its transformation agenda and has now posted the best commercial return in its history. So welcome, Kate. Welcome, Gemma and Michelle. I mean, to kick off, even kind of pre-COVID, the business had started focusing on bringing capabilities into the marketing team and identifying talent across the business who can make a difference. How did you go about deciding what skills were needed and what shape the marketing team needed to take? Great question. Um, if I kick off there, I think we were in a great position because we knew what we needed to fix. So we were, we were, we'd got a good starting point. But you know, to develop a new brand website and to move to a new data analytics platform all at the same time are, you know, mammoth tasks on their own. I'll I'll never forget when we started to talk about the um the kind of birth of Project Rush. I can remember our commercial director saying, now I've done all three of these things, but I've never done all of these three things together at the same time and during a global pandemic. So a huge job for us, but it forced us to be really clear with our vision. So it made us focus, take a step back and really consider our team capabilities against those broad commercial objectives. And we built a commercial competency framework, which helped us to review skills in the team, you know, under real focused pillars of, of expertise. So looking at our performance marketing, brand purpose, web pricing and service. And what this helped us to do is not just to identify kind of gaps in skill, but we also found that we got little pockets across the um across the team where roles had evolved and, and people have, had almost ended up with remits that were too broad. So there was a real opportunity to become more specialised to increase our, our effectiveness. And, and I'm, I'm sure the, the guys will agree with me, especially Michelle, who was in a much broader role prior to us starting this work. Yeah, absolutely, Gemma. Um, so, so I've been in the company now for just over six years. Um, and progressed um, to various different roles, but my latest role was 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 looking at both performance marketing and the website, which was quite enormous in terms of the remit. So, actually, really sort of focusing in on what we needed to deliver and what the skill sets were, I absolutely recognised that my remit was too broad. 
Um, and actually, this gave me an opportunity to be able to really focus in on performance marketing and identify what skill set I needed within the team, as well as obviously Kate coming into the business and being able to, to really focus on what she needed as a website skill. I think just just to add to that, in previous roles I've worked in, in really broad e-commerce roles, um, so the opportunity to come to the business and do something really focused and really specific was what and part of what enticed me into the business, um, that it was so laser focused in what we set out to do and the structure was really clear um, that it, it kind of made it a no brainer for me, really. I mean, it's fascinating to hear kind of the, the challenge that was at hand for you guys. And I'm sort of thinking about the, the onset of COVID and the fact that the travel sector obviously ground to a halt. And within your own business, you know, colleagues were furloughed. But at the same time, you were embarking on the rollout of this new digital platform, the brand identity under the banner of Project Rush. Can you tell us a bit more about the objectives of Project Rush and the task that was at hand in early 2020? Yes, yeah, sure. I will. I'll take that one, guys. If that, if that's okay. I've been in the business, as you say, Charlotte, since November, but joined the business at a really a really pertinent time, um, mid pandemic. But prior to COVID, I think the business was acutely aware that, as well as needing to restructure the team around those pillars of expertise, as as, as Gemma and Michelle spoke to, technically we weren't structured for rapid growth and and, and focused growth, and we were lacking, lagging behind in terms of that brand awareness and digital capability. So, as you mentioned, that's that's what formed the base of what became to be known as Project Rush. And the, the real clear objectives there were around delivering an evolved brand experience that remained true to our identity, but also provided a clear framework in which we could talk to and engage both new and existing customers around the modernization of our digital capability through a replatform project, which was really around delivering enhanced user experience to get customers into the funnel and um, while also providing that visual and editorial journey to bring our brand creds to life. And then SEO was a real focus of this. So how did we drive aggressive growth with an optimized technical architecture, um, really around supporting that um, paid media strategy to making sure we were really efficient with our spend and also supporting um, organic growth. And then around flexibility, in historic times, our trading content teams were really hamstrung in terms of their ability to be fleet of foot and respond to market changes. And so we were looking for something that could really allow them to make changes quickly without the need of um, IT support. And then I think the, the final bit and, and where this all kind of culminated, it was brought together in a central way was around invested in quality and technical leadership. So we brought a CTO into the business to really champion that technology and that capability at a board level and give it that real focus. So really early 2020 was around mobilizing around these objectives. And then of course, um, COVID hit in earnest. Well, absolutely. And I think, you know, the thing is all this work was underway. Then it was lockdown unbelievably tough time for the sector and it was all about kind of I suppose keeping the, the team engaged uh, with the Project Rush mission and also how did you ensure that everyone was pulling in the right direction and also kind of making sure that you were progressing the marketing agenda? I think firstly the fact that we decided to continue Project Rush as a business and forge ahead despite Covid actually showed the whole of our business, the bravery really that we had and also the optimism for where we wanted to be in the future as forest holidays. This project gave us an absolute focus and demonstrated that we wanted to succeed no matter what, despite all of the challenges that we faced in the sector. What we ended up doing, obviously, um, at the beginning of COVID, as you know, we identified key people that we needed 
to help deliver both the COVID comms, the marketing strategy and, and Project Rush. And it was quite a small group, but we what we did is we identified key resources within the business and we pulled all of those into our Project Rush. So for example, some people got got involved with a project that potentially would never have been involved if we hadn't been in the COVID crisis. In fact, one of the PMs who was absolutely brilliant was out from our planning team that looks at new locations. So his expertise in being able to plan such a, a massive project was really critical. What we found actually was because we had this focus as a business, we actually found that we were incredibly efficient and productive because we had very clear understanding about what our deliverables were and our timings, which were critical. In terms of what you mentioned, in terms of actually making sure that we were continually engaged with that wider team, actually, one of the key things that I think Gemma mentioned earlier is, is, is actually our forest holiday culture is imperatively important to us as a business. In fact, it's one of the things that sort of keeps me here and, and everybody loves the way that we work. And so what we wanted to do, despite the fact that at the beginning, obviously people were, were furloughed and there was a small number of people in the business, what we did was had a weekly huddle. So this was at both company-wide as well as departmental team and actually individually. So this gave us an opportunity and actually a platform for us to be able to update the business on Project Rush, on performance, on covid and also an opportunity for, for anyone to challenge and ask questions, as well as obviously have one-to-one conversations with managers. All of this was non-compulsory, so everybody was welcome if they wished to understand exactly what was happening with the business. And I think that really helped in keeping everyone engaged. And, and we have such an open and honest culture at Forest Holidays, if there was any challenges or if anybody needed, uh, you know, sort of any sort of help whatsoever, we continue to support each other. So I do think that really helped with a really key, key project structure, but also the engagement um, in those forums really helped solidify the project. If I just add Michelle as well, I think I think we had some real fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was a real tough time for us all, but a standout for me. I mean, we're, we're getting close to Christmas now, but, you know, last Christmas, our directors, you know, got in their cars and went out and hand delivered, you know, Christmas hampers to our our teams across the country and you know going through kind of the excitement of doing our first company-wide awards ceremony online this January there were there were moments that we still managed to to have fun and you know keep that one team culture alive from my side yeah I am you know I joined the business in a lockdown um and to have joined a business and I don't think I've ever felt so so welcome and included despite the fact I was sat behind a screen at home having ne- never met anyone in person um you know and by the time I got to meet people in in real life I almost felt like I knew everyone that I was working with really really well and it sounds like you have an amazing culture and a real focus on talent and that was something I wanted to ask you next was around you know how you kind of went about prioritizing bringing different skills in-house over the past like 18 months you know how you kind of brought in skills around performance marketing copywriting and web as well as identifying this sort of grassroots talent within the business people who actually could join the team as marketing apprentices from elsewhere in the organization 
in terms of what I was brought here to do, it was around that sole purpose of developing um, a really focused trading team um, with with UX specialists, having done that in a number of roles in, in retail. So I think I was really that last piece of the puzzle in terms of that really focused capability. Michelle was already um, forging ahead with her paid marketing and real focus on strategy, Gemma in brand. And I think bringing that capability in-house really allowed us to um, focus on, on developing that trading talent and bring people in on that journey from from outside of the business. So, for example, one of my um, trading team got retail background, but as soon as she, she saw our spec around our defined mission and laser sharp focus um, and the opportunity it represented commercially she was um she was happy to jump on board and um you know away from kind of that big corporate retail environment so yeah so I think it was a real mix of both internal and, and external and I was lucky enough to be able to join that journey and, and you've done a great job um Kate in terms of building that team and and for me um although I'd been in the business a while I sort of my remit, as I mentioned, was quite broad, and this really gave me the opportunity to really identify what skill set I required. And I, I noticed that actually there was a lot of people within the business, our team, that had really broad roles, and, and actually we needed to be more expert-driven. And so I divided my structure into four key critical areas, so data, acquisition, and retention, and really uh, harnessed the best of what I believe my team obviously um, can deliver. I think one of the key areas for me in particular, obviously, with paid media, it's a massive arena out there. And, and as you know, sort of digital marketing changes all of the time. And we relied um, very much on uh, agencies, which was quite costly, obviously. And, and although we had brilliant agencies, what I wanted to do was be, be more fleet of foot be able to make decisions really quickly. Um, so in-housing the paid media stream was, was actually one of my key priorities. And, and since doing that um, within the last year, we've made a significant difference in both cost savings and efficiency, as well as actually educating the business more on paid media. So for me, that's been a great success. Yeah, and as well, if I if I think about our journey with brand, you know, we were so reliant on um, external agencies or freelancers to support us creatively, and recruiting, you know, copywriting and graphic design skills in house have just been a game changer for us, and you know, so vital as we've now created you know, this brand team that is almost like an internal agency, you know, serving the web team, serving, serving our performance marketing team. So that, that's been crucial, really, to enable us to, to react and continue to innovate with our comms and, and our, our creative assets. But um, it's also not just about bringing in the skill, you know, we're, we're so focused on developing our grass roots talent as well and there are some brilliant examples across the business but specifically this year it has been so great to see some of our executive level team members uh complete or are nearly you know 
through their apprenticeships. We run um, a company-wide leadership academy. Uh, a few members of the team have been a part of that this year. They get to work on real business um, kind of projects. So one of the teams this year, for example, ran a retention, uh, a project around retention and loyalty. Uh, there's been some great insights and, and suggestions through that piece of work that we're going to take forward. And then, you know, when you take a step back and you look, we've got a couple of real great success stories, you know, of, of individuals that have started in our contact centre in customer service facing roles. And they now, you know, manage our social media channel or they work in IT or they're working in ecology monitoring, you know, some some real great stories of, of success. And that's that's so important to us as a business. Yeah, it's fascinating to hear. And I think, you know, it's testament to all the work um, that your team, that the whole company has done over the past year. The team have delivered Forest Holiday's best commercial return in its history. So given that, um, you know, from your experience, what advice would you give for creating a high functioning marketing team? You know, it's interesting that, that you mentioned brand there and, you know, being on the same page about what we're all about is so key to um, the success of high performing teams. Everybody knowing why we do what we do and, and how we do it. And, you know, we've worked really hard to keep our brand essence at the centre of everything and and stay true to our, our purpose and values. And, and I believe, and I think we'd all agree that that is what makes us so special at Forest Holidays, not just those incredible experiences that we create for our customers, for our guests, but it's also a fantastic place to work. And, and I believe that it's around that purpose kind of leadership that, that has got us there. We are incredibly lucky to have a passionate leadership team. You know, this is led from the top by our CEO and our director team. And it's really special. I mean, I worked in the third sector for a number of years before I came to Forest Holidays. And I really did not believe that you could share that same sense of purpose in a commercial business. But you absolutely can. And, and I think that's a driver for high performing teams right there. You know, ultimately, every single one of us values and, and cares for the forest. We're genuine. We're authentic. And, you know, everything that we do, we do it as one team. And, and that is all led by our strong values and our sense of purpose. And I think one of the other things that makes us perform at the level that we do as a team and, and, and a piece of advice I would give and having experienced this at Forest Holidays is about the, the structure that we have in that it's relatively flat. Everyone's opinion um, and contribution matters. And I think in doing that, it enables accountability and ownership um, at all levels of the team because everyone can understand how they make a difference and have that kind of real reasoned conversation um whether that be, be you know from the ceo down to the you know the people that that, that work on the ground um, everyone's opinion is valued and a great example of this is a trading squad that we've we've recently implemented i mean that's a multidisciplinary team of experts in the team um who work in our in our individual organizations but they all come together to make really important decisions and they have that autonomy to be able to do that whether that be around trading messaging or content changes pricing um email or pay or paid media strategies they can take ownership of that and know that they've got our full support in terms of 
forging ahead and, and delivering on that if it meets the objectives, which are all, all really clear across the business and everyone understands. And I think also we're really flexible and not afraid to adapt. So, you know, prior to COVID, this this role at Forest would have been something that would have been out of the question for me um, due to geographic restraints. I live, um, you know, 100 or so miles away from the office. Um, but the, the way that we've adapted um, and has given us the flexibility, which means that now I've got a team of experts that are spread right across the country and it also means that we have the ability to access a national talent pool for new roles should we want to go out and do that and you know despite us all being at different points in the country we're all working really effectively as as, as one team as, as Gemma says. Yeah you're right Kate I mean her work life has changed over the last 18 months has been incredible really hasn't it you know everyone being in the office every day and the old people being virtual and and now, you know, sort of a significant amount of our team are across the country. But what we still do as a business is um, every two weeks, we all still come together in the support centre, which I think is really important to ensure that we still have that face-to-face time, that camaraderie, but also some critical meetings that are much better when you're in the office. And and also an opportunity for the teams to get together a little bit more. I mean, one of the key things that I think that really sort of showcases us and really sort of identifies the skills that we have but also how we build a strong high performing team is that when any new person within the business joins us we have uh, an insights discovery profile so every single person has one of these Um, it, it showcases or explains what that personal profile is so in terms of their strengths and weaknesses how they prefer to work how they prefer to communicate. And really, we embrace this as a business. You know, we we do walk around and sort of demonstrate and, and we know exactly what type of person each individual is. But we use that to really help us get the best out of each other. You know, we have, like we've mentioned before, a really open and honest culture. And we encourage everybody to challenge at all levels, but also to sort of embrace their differences as well, because we're not all of the same Um And really, we're all striving towards core objectives. I think if there was one key piece of advice that I would give is, as a business, you all have to have shared objectives and really showcase what those KPIs are. Each and every one of us as a team member will contribute to the success of a business and actually having that transparency, giving those updates, identifying where we're performing or not, um, actually means that we're brought closer together. Um, on many occasions, um, different people within the, within the business will offer support um, and try to try and make sure that we get the best out of individuals and our team to make this business a success. So for me, that's one key core agenda that I would, I would definitely um, support. And I think, Michelle, just to add, I think, We'd all agree that, you know, our teams are all very proud to work for Forest Holidays and and, and we've, we're naturally driven, you know, winning the marketing team of the year award this year was incredible. But, you know, the following day, the the, the conversation was around, right, what are we going for next? You know, there's a natural, natural drive within our team that um, that is just incredible. 
And I think we were really lucky. You know, we got the nomination for Marketing Team of the Year and, and we were like, this is amazing. And imagine if we could win it. Um, and, you know, we were all able to share that experience of um, winning that together. So every member of our of our marketing team attended the awards ceremony and, and we, we were all able to really appreciate the contribution that we'd all we'd all made to um, to the achievement that we got on that evening. It's been great hearing from you. I love hearing from just people who are so just so passionate about their jobs and their their company. And I've got to say, I think you're going to be getting a, a lot of CVs after this from people wanting to work at Forest. But um, thank you so much, Michelle, Gemma and Kate um, for speaking to me. We hope you enjoyed this latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast. Check out the next episode coming soon on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. That just leaves me to thank Michelle, Gemma and Kate and you for listening. Thanks.